Rewind, your weekly look into the world of extremes. We look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to 401 of every pay-per-view special. And now ECW on TNN in between. And of course, it is a Mount Rushmore week. But we'll get into that later. You've got yourself, I'm enjoyed as always. Bye, Jay. What is happening, Jay? Always very exciting when we get to Rushmore's. Um... A little bit sweet that this is the penultimate Rushmore as is, um, but uh, but yeah, always exciting when it gets to Rushmore's. So yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, it's gonna be good this week. Obviously, we're still in two thousand June, and we edge into July. Um, episode forty-five of ECW on TNN, and episode three hundred and seventy-five of that hardcore TV. Oh, one show, loads going on. Other one, not so much. Oh, I wonder which way around it is. Let's talk about... <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time talking about TNN. And let's wrap up with Hardcore TV. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then we've got Rushmore afterwards, people, so it's worth sticking around through Hardcore TV. And for those who don't know, but you probably do know, um, every 25 episodes, their episodes, uh, we do a Mount Rushmore. Basically, we pick the four superstars. The superstar could count as a team. It counts as one. We'll get to probably the rules a bit later on. Uh, who we think stood out in those 25 episodes. That's the short version. We'll probably get into more detail before we actually get onto it later on. But yes. short version, it's a really fun discussion and worth fucking sticking around for. I mean, I feel a lot of pressure on our discussion now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's always pressure. We look back on other Mount Rushmore's as well. I've got a little note. Oh, yeah. They're all listed there. We make predictions of what we thought was going to happen. And I'm quietly confident about both our predictions this time. Really? Because I can't remember mine. And I know just now I usually get them very badly wrong. Well, I've got a note file. Okay, well, we'll get to that. Stuff. <laughs> helps me remember Talk to me stuff. about TNN first. Oh, TNN episode 45, June the 30th, 2000. Let's do that. Um, the show starts off with Cyrus. And I think he's meant to announce that Rhino RVD is happening tonight. He kind of balls it up and didn't actually really say it. No. Agree? Yes. Um, this feels like a big match to just have randomly with my build. Non advertised on a network you hate, might be. Might I mean, I'm sure it's all over ecwwrestling.com. Is there any way you're going to find out about it? I didn't know. I watch the show every week. So do you. I don't have a fucking clue this is happening. No, they didn't mention it. Just, just you it. know, a little surprise for you. Yeah, just spontaneously drop the biggest match they have. Why not? Yeah, I mean, it's not like they've got a pay per view coming up. No, of course not. I want to see um, RBD versus Scotty Anton. That's the money match. The American Male. One and only. <laughs> well, now that we've them. Uh, that is eye patch. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so yeah, he sort of announced it, but obviously he doesn't really. He just sort of dots around it. You can tell it's kind of a bit fucked up because Heyman has to do a voiceover video package announcing that it's tonight. So that actually makes sense. Rather than just in the room going, look, Cyrus, I know what you're doing, but you didn't actually really say anything, so you can just do that again quickly. Because they love to reshoot 
you know, segments and make it knowledge that they're doing. So why not just do it with this one? That would be a shoot, brother. Be a shoot. Um, in a kind of weird opening, you've got Joey Styles and Joe Gertner in the ring doing their introductions while the FBI and Sadiri just sort of pacing around getting ready for their match. Didn't quite yes. understand why we were all out there, but they they were ready. They were they were set up. It almost feels like they'd forgotten to do the openings and sent them out there very quickly. That's uh, yeah. Um, Jerry Lynn comes out in ref gear. <laughs> he takes out. They basically said to the ref there could be two refs for the foreseeable. Let's take changes. Like he basically beats up the ref. So yeah. So he's he basically he's out talking about how. Um, uh, he made a mistake last week. He wasn't. He wasn't. You know, trying to screw anyone. He made a mistake, and he made the mistake because Tajiri is a, a cheaty bastard. Is is kind of the point on it. Uh, no offense, great guy, but you know, cheaty bastard sprayed mist. I can see been the wrong person. You know, blah blah. blah. Um, and as such, he's he's you know going to show and and be there this week. Um, and the referee kind of points out that no, I'm I'm the scheduled ref. So he says, "Cool. Well, there'll be two referees then until this changes." And then, yeah, smash them, beat them up, and said it changed. Um, if you were Jerry Lynn, sort of doing a a semi heel ref gimmick, wouldn't you potentially come out of a whistle and throw out the line about calling it right down the middle, wasn't it? Just to um, antagonise RVD. Because he's already got beef with RVD, that's established. So that's not a heelish move. I I don't know what they're trying to do here. I don't know why he's doing this. Um, <laughs> it's a little bit lost on me. Well, it's, it's very much obviously the whole easy with the network, etc. But again, it's the wrong, the wrong match really to do anything with because there's no actual gain from this. Like if you were to like fast forward into like hardcore TV, you like had a kick cash versus Steve Carino. It's the sort of match you could have sort of done it, and it was sort of tied in with the network a bit more. I just feel like there needed to be some link to the angle and not just a random. I mean, I'm a ref. I guess Tadiri is sort of the tie, but. Yeah, but it, it is just that kind of like, I'm a ref now. Uh, you know, it, it's. I don't know. It, it, it feels like it could have been different, slash, clearer, slash, better. Um, so we get the match itself, Little Guido versus the jury with Jerry Lynn as the special guest referee. The match itself, really, really good. I, I was kind of sitting there uh, just admiring how much sort of Tajiri and Guido have sort of come into their own as sort of singles performances. I mean, we spoke about before how, I mean, I know Tajiri had a brief run, but someone like Guido really could have done with a, a TV title yeah. reign at some point to elevate him. Because I do think he's sort of in limbo of some guy that's not jobbed out, but some guy that's not really getting a streak going. No. And you know what would have been possibly quite useful for him? Tactile. Tactile. Mm. We'll I mean, 
you know, could have been a, a nothing little run for him for, you know, a few weeks. And yeah. even even if it did nothing, even if it did nothing for the belts and if it did nothing for him, it would have had exactly the same effect as not putting the ch- championships anyone, on anything. I see. I mean, it just really would have just been... I just think he's so deserving. I mean, Tajiri is just so com- comfortable in his style at the moment. It just it's effortless, and it just makes it look so good in everything he does. Um, on commentary, we hear that someone from WCW has jumped. Biggest signing. Yes. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I don't remember Sting being in WCW, so uh, in ECW. So I am looking forward to it. Coming, yeah, but you don't want to. Well, you know what? Dreamers gimmick. Well, that's true. So it can be Sting, but ready or not, here he comes. You can't hide. The lone wolf. Does that happen? Or we we check this all the time, don't we? November, I think it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Decent. I'm not sure they shout on TV. I guess we'll find out. I don't think. I don't know if they do, but we'll get there. We will get there. Um, the match happens. You sort of get a bit of a screwy finish, but um, Guido does pick up the win here again. Like we said, he picks up some nice wins now and again, but doesn't really ever get elevated to any kind of conversation. They don't see him, you know, against RBD for the TV title really, or against Rhino. There's no like, push with him. It's just sort of like he wins this week, he'll probably lose next week. And yeah. um, it's a shame because you've got so many people on on the on the brink that just just need a fucking shove, you know, to sort of help them through. Yeah, I mean, uh, a little bit of consistency, a little bit of decision of of you know, and go with them. Yeah, like not everyone new that comes in has to lose. No, or 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 the parity booking, you know, and I know that WWE quite rightly gets a lot of of you know, complaints against it. But yeah. we're seeing the same thing, you know, the well, you won last week, so this week you've got to lose. Yeah. Um, RBD promo basically says the fan keeps asking when he's going to win his title back. And he wants it back now. He's going to take it back tonight. So it's official and official and official. I would have started off the show with this promo, to be honest. Or, or you know, maybe a couple of weeks beforehand. Well, yeah, to lead up. But I'm saying if, if you're going to do like a shock kind of thing, it would have been almost better to start the show with RVD cutting this and you think, fuck. Yeah, but, I mean, and, but if you're going to do it, then, you know, this is, you could do this and then do a, you know, Paulie, you owe me. You know, I, I, I've worked through, I did this, blah, 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 you owe me. So um, I, I want my... I want a title shot tonight. Yeah, no, so, I mean, it's it's fine. It's this weird placement for it because it's already announced, so it doesn't have the the shock value or the oomph that you'd want from this because no. you already know you've been told like set, like sort of twice it's already happening. So it's a shame, but um, exciting all the same. We get Solicitor Minister promo. He's sitting there doing the old she loves me, she loves me not. Mikey said he's found someone special. Minister's basically not interested and he's just like, you have to see, you have to see. He goes to have a look. 
And um, we get the big reveal, the biggest jump from WCW ever. And it's old gorgeous George, Macho Man's ex-girlfriend. That's Macho Man's ex-girlfriend. Just randomly dancing in the room by herself. To no music. <laughs> yeah. She's just she's fun. just yeah. In the room dancing, no music. Open the door, she's there dancing, close the door, open it again, she's dancing. She's dancing. She's happy to be there. She's happy to be there. You were the biggest acquisition from WCW possible ever. Touch dance. Why not? Um yeah, and, and then Sinister Minister kind of makes a joke about it, and that's... And Mikey looks at the camera and does an all year, which I thought was good. Yeah. But didn't really add a lot to it. I just thought it was quite funny. No, and, and we don't see her again, apart from when they show us the highlights of her the being discovered. Yeah. Uh, so we get that. Ivy's getting ready out the back. We get a fan, uh, Francine's in the ring. She has a promo saying, uh, fans shouldn't be disrespecting a lady and she won't be wrestling jazz tonight with this jazz music's hit. And um, we sort of lead into Francine jazz, which quickly escalates into Dreamer and Jazz versus Just Incredible and Francine. What did you think about this? And the debut of the new move. The Tommy Hawk. Um, so, uh, we know Francine trained to be a wrestler, trained by JT Smith, the brilliant JT Smith, the workhorse. The real OG. Yeah. The original FBI as well. Um, we know she can take a bump like nobody's business. Uh, in fact, we know her debut was was being chokeslammed by nine one one at an ECW event, uh, and we know this because we've been here from episode one all the way to four hundred one and all the specials and ECW on TNNs in between. Um, I've never felt the need to see Francine in a match. No, and still kind of don't, and, and I love Francine. Absolutely love Francine, but yeah, not something that I think was needed. Um, enjoyed the fact that it was a bit of a screw job, although Just Incredible was brutal with those shots. Um, not brutal enough to put someone down permanently, though, because everyone recovers very quickly after these Kane shots, which is why they can then wrestle an entire tag match straight after. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about, you know, in the build-up and the whole kind of, you know, you son of a bitch kind of thing. We, we've got Tommy Dreamer and getting his hands on Just Incredible already. But that's it. It's, like when, when you think realistically, this is the kind of the first like, proper contact they've had, I guess, since. It's the first match. They've, they've done... Attacks yeah, but, and beat down tomorrow, yeah, but this is the first time there. Yeah, but it's, it's sort of the first. Like I said the, yeah, the first sort of time they've been in the same ring properly, kind of officially thing. allowed to get their hands on each other. Yeah, and even yeah, the brawls haven't been like sort of wild. Like Dreamer's been chasing him, and they've just had little like beats down and that. But it's, yeah, like it, it just seems 
like weird to to give it away because this should be like super heated. And again, it's just like a mixed tag match kind of. I don't know. And again, no real reference of just incredible like dumping jazz. No, there is a lot of reference about Dream Francine match. and Dreamer and that actually Francine was his girlfriend, not just his manager. Yeah, which again which, wasn't actually a thing. No, never stated, never a thing. Didn't need to be a thing. Yeah. Well, it, it was never stated that him and Bueller weren't a thing. Nope. You know? And you, you felt like, especially Raven coming back, there was such a great opportunity to drop that line in if that was a thing. You know? Yeah, there was a a little bit about, you know, I've got your girl. But nowhere near as played up as you would have thought. Yeah, but that's such a loose term for it. could have been that manager or anything. um... That's it. And then, you know, the other thing is, wouldn't that have made that whole thing stronger? Well, yeah. They would have made that angle because you've had someone that legit took him rather than someone that took him from someone that took him from you. You know, it's like, oh, you've already lost her, but I took her from the person that you lost her to. And it's like, well, well, it can't be that much of a thing now. It's another degree of separation. Yeah, um, yeah, we did get the Tommy Hawk that debuted. Yeah, Um, so it was kind of like a a crucifix into a cutter kind of thing. Uh, Dreamer and Jazz picked up the win. After the match, Jazz ran to the back, ran out of a little um, roll of barbed wire, tried to get them involved, but ended up Tommy Dreamer just getting beaten up and was hit with the that's incredible on him. And Justin was kind of left standing tall, which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, next up main event time again quite a packed show like I don't know obviously we don't know about time frames or anything well the reasons but yes it's a lot of big matches on this I mean it's a couple of weeks of main events they could have spaced if they'd wanted to uh, ECW World Television title match Rhino the champion defending against RVD the match itself um it's fine. I don't know if they were doing the circuit at the time to get used to wrestling each other and all that, but it was it was decent enough match. It's a shame because it's different because obviously Dream and Incredible wrestled so many times. But with these two, this could have been like a pay-per-view main event. Or RVD, looking back on it, I would have had RVD completely skip over Rhino and just made more jokes about good luck filling my shoes and going after the heavyweight title. I feel like it would have made so much more sense for the company. Yes. It's, it's, um, it doesn't matter about him elevating the TV title to the place he elevated it to, you know, to be a Grand Slam winner and everything else and do it. He needed to, need to get that. 
so I, there's an element of um you know while, whilst there's the whole kind of you know my belt blah 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 um yeah. at this point it just feels a little um uh, I, I was, I was going to say uninspired but that's not what I want it, it it doesn't feel like he's got any um uh, uh any any drive to be bigger you know i'm unambitious is the word i'm looking for you know he could he should be chasing the world heavyweight championship but instead he's like no i want my belt back yeah but this one's this one's bigger yeah but i want my belt back yeah i mean i, I think you you held he... this for two over two years you beat everyone what what is there left to do yeah but i want my belt back yeah i, I feel like the the bigger heat is Rhino Sandman. Uh, <laughs> no, but no, but it is. I know it's extremely dragged out, but that's generally we think you need to like the what. That's the that's the few realistically that's got the heat. If you want to do a video package, that's the few that's got the heat. And it should be RVD versus credible for the world title. RVD's got him beat. Rhino runs out, gores the crap out of RVD, costs him. And that's when RVD is just like, now I'm coming after you kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the whole Rhino couldn't accept that he was sort of looking past him. He wasn't interested. I mean, there's, again, there's, there's a way to sort of, um, I guess, do it. But it is what it is at this point. But we do get the match. Um, the match itself is fine while it lasts, but it does end in a no contest and a bit of a cluster. Uh, the network run out. Just incredible runs out. They all start beating down RVD. Sandman music hits. This is probably the fastest Sandman entrance I think we've seen. Yes. Which again is good. We've we've been critical in the past about you know someone's getting beaten down and he's just casually strolling having beers and again it's ideal for the for the crowd but it's not necessarily believable in a I'm coming to help you situation, but. He does come out to help. Um, sort of Kane's people has a bit of a sort of a cane off with Just Incredible before Sandman sort of takes him out, and then you find out they're going to be facing each other next week. Yes, which again, like it's fine, I guess. In as a rate, see, I don't know what their plan is at the moment. I feel at the moment they're fighting to be a valuable TV show more than worry about anything else or viable even because they basically this should be like say the next feud I mean the the Sandman Just Incredible is is a feud it's got history there and this could be a world title feud in general not just to give away on TNN again yeah so after you've just had your champion yeah, after you've just given away, you know, a massive TV title match, now giving away a massive, you know, thing. so it just feels like they're trying to prove they are sort of viable and they they can spike ratings and all this because they're giving away a lot of big matches at the moment, which will be take away from potential future pay per view matches. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I just don't see you don't see loads of people line up for just incredible at the moment. No, which again is is annoying because 
he's he's the most chaseable champion they've had since um, franchise. Yeah, you know, give every single face you know a reason to hate the guy, and they can all go after go after him. You can have you know Sandman wants his revenge because you know I was the hardcore icon and you stole my cane. Dreamer wants his revenge because he stole my belt. RVD wants his belt wants the belt because he's RVD. You know, all of them, any of them, and that's before you even start getting into the the, the murky stuff of you know aligning him with the network, which is not needed really. But okay, that's it. And you just sort of sit there and think, it just you know, you just yeah, because where does credible go after this really? If he if he beats Dreamer, for example. Well, I don't know where he does go, but it just, you know, it just seems all a bit... They move people fast from what, what sort of we're seeing now. Like people get moved around very, very fast in weird sort of directions. But um, that's the end of the show. It takes two Hardcore TV, episode 375, July the 1st, 2000. Um, Rhino's cutting a promo where he's just completely verbally destroying the Sandman here. Yep. But again, we're now back to this feud. Yes. So we're now dancing back to that, even though we've left it as Sandman's feuding with Justin Credible and Rhino sort of feuding with RVD and Hardcore TV. Now Rhino's back to feuding with Sandman. So, what? Yeah. Um, we get our, we get the intro video. We get opening match: Chris Chetty and Nova versus Easy Money, and the debuting Julio Fantastico. Yes. He isn't he quite on, De Niro yet. Yeah, he goes on to be CM Punk's tag team partner and Ravens lackey, I guess. In the, yep. What were they, the Gathering in TNA? Yes. Yeah. So I thought that was quite interesting. Little cheeky little debut there and another didn't know who's an ECW kind of but did. Uh, we get Oh, basically, that match is fine. Uh, Chetty and Nova pick up the win again and keep the momentum going. So, if you want to add anything more to that match, any standout bits? No, so you've got Hamrick there with them as well. Uh, they do a lot of false finishes um, uh, near the end. Um, uh, yeah, just, just strange again after, you know, being kind of tied up in the Kid Cash feud for the last few weeks and Kid Cash. And New Jack seeming to be the the tag partners, it's it's not them, and it's yeah, yeah. So it's um, yeah, that was all. Yeah, that's fine. And then uh, duh, 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 where are we at? Did we get the minister, gorgeous George, uh, dancing in the room with no music on bit? We didn't yep. get the biggest sign from WCW ever. In the history of ever. Um, Dangerous Alliance. This confused the life out of me. Yeah. So this is sort of a continuation on sort of Simon Diamond's situation from last week. We sort of got into a bit with the Dangerous Alliance. Yes. However, it isn't the continuation from what happened later in that show where the Dangerous Alliance ran out to save and to help Simon Diamond and Swinger. Yeah. So this basically, Simon and Swinger walking down the stairs with their sort of crew. Alliance is sort of trying to walk past, go down the stairs. They're getting a bit of a spat. 
Um, oh, Billy Wilde sort of says, hey, the ones from last week. Uh, Swinger and Simon basically beat the crap out of him. Louis Dangerously sort of says to C.W. Anderson, help him. And Anderson, he just sort of goes, I'm an Anderson. And just sort of walks off. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't... Like, I feel like seeing him getting written on TV. Yes. That's what it felt like. It felt like he was getting sort of written out of the group and CW was going off solo. Yeah, I, I thought this was the breakup of. Um, I didn't understand what it was the breakup of because he just decided not to help. Yeah, um, in the situation he was so passionate about last week. He wanted it. He was the one sort of pushing it last week. But, um, yeah, so that, that happened. And he sort of beat him down and they sort of almost blurred him out like he was being to a pulp. Uh, we get a Raven Pro. Well, I mean, uh, but, oh. you know, it, it, it's important because he's blurred out and we've just seen him get beaten up in a stairwell. Uh, you know, so we know that this is a big angle. He's he's injured. It was a beat down so severe, it had to be blurred out from hardcore TV. We know that this is this is a big injury angle. Yeah, like I said, I, I obviously I, I really did think that this was him getting written off TV. I really thought yeah. that. This is the end of the New Jane Dangerous Alliance. Yeah, and C-Dub was just going to go off separately and... Gravitate towards... Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so happened. We've got the Raven promo talking about Scotty Anton. What do you think of this promo? Uh, great to see Raven back after being <laughs> signed off indefinitely. After we wrote him off TV. Well, to be fair, Joey Styles wrote him off TV as well. He was, he was, he, you know, he was out indefinitely, and indefinitely apparently is two weeks. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, a, you know, a, it was a fine promo. I, I, I struggle because part of me kind of likes the fact that they acknowledge that they've kind of have a history. The other thing is, you are spending your entire time talking about storylines that happened in someone else's company. Yeah, it's again. It's sort of a backstory that's just not relevant at this stage because the feud that's not really going to happen. No, because you know he's got a different character now, and he's got a gimmick that's going to get him over. And you know he's not the character of just you know Rob's friend like he was when he came in. Yeah, almost more powerful. If you know Scotty Anton was almost doing the promo in reverse, sort of saying he's not that guy anymore. He's better than him now. He's sort of... I mean, it would have always worked better if he was yeah. separating himself that way. But um, it's still good to see Raven. Is this the end of him? Who knows? We'll find out. I mean, they seem to be building a match. So, yeah, probably. <laughs> Just in time for the pay-per-view. He'll be gone. Uh, next up... Well, we know he's not against him at the pay-per-view because he's facing RVD at the pay-per-view. This is true. But it could spontaneously happen at any show at any time. That's true. You know, you never know. Cuts the promo, off he goes. Uh, next match, freeway dance, Swinger and Diamond versus New Dangerous Alliance. 
to the lower back. Uh, Danny Dorian and Roadkill. Yeah. Why? Why? So, we'll ignore the fact that we've just had a tag team match. So, another tag team match, was, which is three tag teams, feels a lot of tag teams. Um, and that's before we get into the highlights of the, the mixed tag match. Um, we'll ignore the fact that we'll, we'll come back to the, 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 the beatdown and the write-off that wasn't a beatdown or a write-off. Why is this a three-way dance apart from its ECW? So we do three-way dances. Uh, is it apart from the team that wins? This sort of adds like nothing to anything. I mean, halfway through this match, Joey Styles literally says, um, "You know, the tag team championships, which at some point we'll have to do something about." Yeah. I mean, that's how you've 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 sold this. Is oh, I guess at some point we'll have to do something about the fact we've had tag team champions for months now. Speaking of tag team champions, the other one debuted on Nitro uh, a couple of weeks ago, and his first match this week, the first official match this week. Joey's um, opening feud was in WCW. Mike Orson? Nope. Lance Storm versus Disco Inferno. Oh, gosh. So it came out last week. Because I, I went back and I watched the um, the triple threat match. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was awful. Oh. Really fucking bad. Candido was um, injured. His arm in like a sling. Uh, so basically, Bam so Bam and Shane The same worked. as everything. And um, yeah, it's just a shame because obviously for us, especially on this journey, I was like so excited and I saw them all sort of walk out together and I was like, this is sort of a thing, you know, this is this, but they just didn't really, the commentators didn't put it over, it was sort of real nothingness and then they were sort of getting beaten up by sort of Chronic and Buff Bagwell. Mm. You can see where WCW Sort of fucked up, yeah. But this week, the the June the twenty sixth Nitro, I think it's officially Lance Storm's first match defeating um, Disco Inferno, and then um, Kevin Nash um, beat Mike Olson. So when does he start winning all of the belts? Uh, let's have a look. So next week he's teaming with Billy Kidman. Oh, Johnny the Bull defeats Terry Funk next week as well. God damn. Jesus, right. Uh, oh, Mike Olson loses. Bloody hell. Oh, so it's the US title tournament. So he wins the US title July the 17th. So you say tournament. Yeah. Do they have him come out? on a pay-per-view after the tournament's not even been shown on TV with the belt? <laughs> or is that just NXT UK? It's NXT UK. But oh, okay. tournaments, big, um, big hit tournament, looking at it. So basically, um, in the semi-finals, you've got Lance Storm 
against Shane Douglas. In the final, we've got Lance Storm versus Mike Olsen. Um, Great Muta versus Vampiro. It's actually a pretty good tournament. God damn. Paper. (laughs) Paper. Uh, Yeah, yeah, so this is a three-way dance. Swinger and Diamond uh, pick up the win. Wasn't madly impressed with the match. Didn't really understand it like you were saying. But I'm happy that they won because I felt like this is the first show in general where they've come across a bit of a threat. Obviously, they beat the crap out of the um, one of the Dangerous Alliance at the back. They've actually won a match. They seem like they're getting positioned as a bit more of a serious team. So maybe it's just a slow burner and a transitional period. Yeah. Um, and they need to be. You know, you, you, you keep going on about Simon Diamond being a blue chipper. You keep you keep having him cut promos about how he he's you know a serious wrestler and you know blah blah blah. You know that you need to actually let them get some win wins in because otherwise everyone's going to get quite bored of it quite quickly. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you just you know, like he's just setting up a, a fake sort of thing. You're saying, oh, these guys have you know got real potential, but he just keeps losing. So it's good to actually won against them. But it's competitive tag teams as well. I mean, it's a big. For whatever shambles their tag team division is, this is notable teams to get wins over in this sort of situation. Yeah. Uh, we get the highlights of Jazz versus Francine from TN. We got a promo from Jazz, which is just kind of just a bit nothing really special. I, yeah, I mean, it was fine. Um, I, I quite liked the line about, you know, a locker room of people who want to burst your implants and drown you in, drown you in the silicone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know. But it's, it's just very much just like the last two females left, therefore you must feud. Well, we know that... that Gormer is coming. And, and Gorgeous George is now part oh, of the roster. You know, fatal four, and, and you've got Projette. Yeah, they don't. You know, they've got, they've got quite the division. Oh, and Electra. Oh, there you go. They've got a stack. Take it all back. They haven't watched it for that. Um, so, like, so it's 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 Electra where you use the word stacked, is it? Yeah. Feels like straight out of a, a, a Dangerous Alliance promo. Joe Gertner promo. This is rubbing off on me, this show. Uh, just incredible promo. It talks about how bad it would be if the Sandman beat him for the world title. The company's yeah. been ages trying to move on. As they bring out their hero who's not afraid to beat up a woman. Yes. Thank God they've moved on. Uh, so, talk about that. In the main event, we get Steve Carino versus Kid Cash. Uh, this uh, this match was quite a match. Isn't it? it was quite a all round brawl everywhere match for a, a non heat match. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've said for a while about Kid Cash not having bad matches. Carino has really gone out of his way to just start putting the work in and get himself a bit of a reputation as, as um, uh, you know, a hell of a worker. Um, and, yeah, it, 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 it delivers in ways that you possibly wouldn't have considered it to. Yeah, no, so, um, yeah, no, yeah, decent enough. 
Um, what do you think about the end? Um, I mean, sadly expected. Yeah. Because, like, because I normally get, like, results and sort of type along and all that. But Cash won, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, because on my thing it says Carino won. But I was watching it and Cash won. And obviously I've gone back and I was like, no, Carino didn't win, like, Cash won. Because he's continuing his little undefeated streak, but winning streak. Mm. But again, good, because he's a steady build underneath. I mean, it's getting Carino, like, sort of stopped in his tracks again. But um, again, it's good for cash. I mean, I guess I'll go back to easy money and that again now. Maybe build a yeah. swing a feud. I mean, so weirdly, Carino doesn't need the win at the moment. Um, so, you know, it's probably the right way around. Um, gets cash a little bit of steam going in. You know, again, they're building him to do what exactly, but um, yeah, you know, uh, uh, it's 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 fine. Yeah, works enough, and that basically just takes the end of the show. Uh, TNN was was a decent enough show. Like I said, a couple of big hitting matches, which sort of shocked, but generally it was a pleasure to see them, and it was like cool. Hardcore TV felt a little more just, just sort of tag team, tag team arama. Yeah, and just sort of a bit we didn't have as much oomph, but that is because TNN was quite a heavy hitter. Uh, but Jay, what is your match of the week? Um, I'm going to go for Karina Kikash. Um, again, you know, just just two good workers in a good match. Um, yeah, it was, it was an unexpected match. I mean, when they started getting the crowd and all the other bits, I just generally didn't expect them to sort of take that route with it, to be fair. And it was, it was no. pleasant. I mean, so the, uh, the RVD Rhino match was, was good, except the 7 million run-ins that you got with it. Yep. Um, I think the Jerry Lynn shenanigans kind of overshadowed the Tajiri and Guido match. Again, good match, just just could have done without the the, the, the silliness around it. Um so yeah, I'm I, I think that was the 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 just a, a good solid match. Was good solid match. But we are not done for it is Mount Rush more oh, time. Um, every 25 episodes of ECW, their episodes, uh, we jump into the Mount Rushmore where it's basically we discuss who we think has stood out in the last 25, which would be a single act, a tag team act, um, potentially a stable. Whoever we sort of think would fit into our Mount Rushmore, it's not necessarily people that we like. Shout out to Public Enemy. It's just people who um, have just been sort of relevant. Ever present. They are, yeah, they are, brilliant. yeah, they are the solid ones that you, you know, that summarise, that encapsulate the the last twenty five episodes. Not necessarily our favourite. This isn't this isn't the Mount Rushmore of the best wrestlers or our favourite wrestlers. 
it is you know the ones that summarize the the last 25 um and i think you said but i'll say it again tag teams count as one slot but before we get there and to show you how fast things change can you remember your last four uh raven impact Hello. players yeah um god what was happening 25 episodes ago Exactly. You RVD. Had, you had the impact players, Raven and Dreamer. Okay. Uh, RVD and uh, Alfonso. Right. And Carino and Rhino in a tag team heavy special. After I've just complained about tag team heavy specials. Yeah. Um, the I irony. Had impact, I had impact players, Carino. RVD by himself and Mike Alton. So I think it's safe to say that a lot's changed in the last 25 episodes. Yeah, so Impact players, Rhino and Dream, uh, Raven and Dreamer, yeah, uh, Carino and Rhino, and RVD was mine, was it? RVD and uh, Bill Afonso, yeah. So Raven's basically on his way out. Way out. Lance Storm's yeah. on his way out. Mike Awesome's gone. Uh, yeah, huge amount of movement in the. Yeah, crazy amount of movement, really. Which can understand the frustrations from um, people like Heyman, because again, so where you look, that's, there's some big hitters that have disappeared. Yeah. Um, my predictions for this Mount Rushmore was no RVD. Your prediction, your prediction for this Mount Rushmore and your hate for triple threats was no tag teams. Interesting. Yeah. I know, right? Quite a swooping one. Um, my first place, singly, not as a unit, I've gone for just incredible. A good pull. Why have you gone for Justin Credible? Um, I just think he's basically stood out. Obviously, he's become world champion. He's, he's I want to say the main heel on the show, but I think Rhino sort of could be competition for that. But he's he's constant on the promos. I feel like he's dragging feuds and he's carrying feuds at the moment. And um, he's sort of like, I feel like he wants it more than like some of the others in, the, in trying to make it a success. You know, yeah. So, so I feel like he's really gone to strength to strength, and it's been a national transition to the heavyweight champion. When you think he was a tag team champion, never really TV champion, just jumped up in a situation caused by Mike Awesome, but he's picked up the belt and he's pretty much run with it. And it hasn't seemed out of place him being the heavyweight champion. It doesn't feel like they've given it to a mid card guy and hope for the best. He legit should be the heavyweight champion. And why credible on his own? I just don't think she's added a lot. I, I feel like obviously her other partnerships is good. I think she's better in a role with this, but I, I feel like they, they pushed her too much as a, a separate entity. 
when they're together, she kind of just does the final line on promos or something, but they haven't had enough for them to be a unit, in my opinion. I mean, she could, I, I could put it there, it wouldn't offend me. You know, I wouldn't like fight against it, but um, that's the only thing. I, I feel like seeing her work with Shane Douglas, seeing how she can be, I think this is the best position for her, like being like, the, the head heel manager. But I, I don't know. I don't know what it's about. And I just, I, I feel like she's sort of almost off doing her own thing. Like she's off almost feuding with Tommy Dreamer and Justin Incredible runs out at the end. Or she's feuding with Jazz and Justin Incredible runs out at the end. We were never really like that with Shane Douglas. They were sort of both out there. You know, Justin Incredible had no reason not to be out her, there with her when she had her match. He killed just could have been in the corner for her, but it still had to be a separate thing when she comes out and like um, uh, sort of attacks Joe Gertner and Joey Styles. Like, why is Justin Incredible not out there with her? I mean, it's too much of a set density yeah. thing for my liking. Um, so I, I, I went for the pairing of Credible and Francine, um, uh, for pretty much the same reasons you went for, for Credible. The reason I put Francine in there, um, apart from the fact I'm biased and, and, you know, yeah, like putting Francine in there, um, is because, um, I think that there, I think that she does lift him in a way that his last group of, um, entourage didn't you know I, I i love the fact that he hides behind her whilst um you know shouting off uh, you know she does kind of the cheap shot bits and, and some of the heel bits um you know I, I love the the fact that she's got the bragging rights of you know how many people she's led to championships and all the rest of it it is not francine franchise you know, it, yeah. it, it, it isn't to that level. You're absolutely right. Um, it's the best thing she's done since franchise. Yeah, um, and I think he would have been a little more rudderless if it wasn't for for her. Right. Because yeah. I don't yeah, think I, I don't think, you know, half of these feuds stack up in the same sort of way. I mean, they they barely hold it together as it is, I think, but they, I don't think they stack up as much without kind of the personal thing of, you know, and it was his ex-girlfriend who apparently, who, who you know, turned and whatever. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, I think it does add something to it, but it's, you, you know, your, your point to it not being on the same level as and, and us seeing what a true pairing of... of um, it, it does make you, you wish and, and, you know, the... The, the Rushmore we do at the very end of this of, of all time, I think, is going to be an interesting one. Um, but, uh, yeah, just in the same way that um, um, Missy Hyatt and, and Sandman wasn't awful, but, you know, it made you realise just how good Sandman and women were. Yeah. 100%. Um, who is your second on the list? Um. I've ummed and ahed about this one as to whether to make it a tag team or not, but I am going to go with the man beast Rhino. Yeah. Um, they, they've positioned him in, in, in everything. 
Um, you know, he's he's in every single feud. He's in every single fight. He's he's in every single segment in every single angle. Um, you know, he's 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 been the one that runs out and destroys anyone and everyone. Um, you know, obviously the one that they 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 think has uh, got the start. You've got to wonder how big he'd be if they hadn't fed him to Taz so very early on. Um, but yeah, uh, Rhino, Rhino is my next pick. Yeah, I've got Rhino there as well. So I might as well just do it. Basically, what you were saying, um, you, you could have slotted Cyrus with him, but I, I felt in the matches it's not relevant. I, I felt he's been at the most brutal in the matches and stuff like the Sandman and Cyrus has been nowhere near it. Cyrus' agenda isn't necessarily a pro Rhino agenda. It's more pro network kind of agenda so it sort of allows Rhino to be his own sort of entity as such and um, yeah no I, I think he's, he has to be on it so I was going to I was tempted to put him with Carino yeah mainly so I could get Carino on my list yeah well that's a good segue to have got Carino on my list as a separate entity because I, I feel like um, obviously, his Tajiri feuds, matches, um, obviously, you know, the, the never ongoing thing with, with Dusty and other bits. I, I feel like he's done enough to be his own sort of separate thing now. I mean, he's off doing his own stuff. He's part of the network, but his matches are standing out as alone. Both matches against Tajiri, obviously, his match against Cash this week. I said that Dusty stuff he's off doing his own bits I think it's his own thing I've got him as a separate entity uh, yeah so I mean he's he's number five on my list and if it was wrestlers that I like if it was my favorite wrestlers going on he would be top four for all of the reasons you've said um uh yeah I mean he's been he's he's just got stronger and stronger as the show goes on um uh, and you know, incredible. You you see him kind of do the you know they they do the bits of like um, you know oh the guy that the punked out limp biscuit and all the rest of it. It feels like such a lifetime ago that that's what he was doing because his evolution has been so stark from you know where he came in and where he started to to where he is. Um, so he's my number five, and he's my number five because this isn't about the wrestlers we like. It's about the wrestlers who are ever-present. Um, and for that reason, um, although it is a wrestler I like, uh, Rob Van Dam is still on my list. It's fair. I, I, I get it. I'm not against it. I mean, I, I think he's done, obviously, loads. I'm listening to your reasons in a second, but... Um... Yeah, he just he didn't quite have enough of mine. But um, yeah, why? I I mean, he's he's the guy this show has been built around. Because they put him um, in a megastar. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's 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 their big name. He's their he's their highlight. He's their franchise. Um, the show's been built around him, even to the point where he can't wrestle. Um, you know, he, everything has been in his shadow. You know, yeah. the TV title tournament is for RVD's belt. Um, Super Crazy gets his big moment and it's celebrated with RVD. Um, you know, ev- everything is is in the shadow of Rob Van Dam. Um, uh, sometimes to its detriment, 
Um, but you know, he, he's he's just always there. Um, they obviously were very scared of of you know doing a week on TV where there wasn't an RVD match or promo or tease or something. Um, and it was really interesting because you know coming into this after uh, you know the bits we saw and the bits we knew of and mainly following this time frame through pay-per-views rather than anything you know rvd out for a year sounded a lot longer than actually the absence rvd was on our tv um because he was you know they they kept him going pretty much throughout yeah no again that makes um does make perfect sense i mean I was I was tossing and turning between RVD. I just picked him with my last person, and my last person that I went for was um, Tajiri. For reasons that I basically said about, obviously, his match at the beginning about he's just so in his stride now. And I feel like he's, at least one of the shows every week, he's wrestled. Yeah. I feel like he's almost constantly on the show wrestling. So I thought, I'm just going to step away from promos and angles and just sort of credit someone that I think is just a constant and delivering. I've never been bored of one of his matches. I just, just constantly amazing performer that's fully in his stride now. So just felt I'd credit no, him for that. A, a, a really, really good shout. Um, and one that I, again, put in consideration. Uh, and again, if it was, if it was people I was enjoying watching, um, then, uh, you know, he would have been on my list because I think he's done a phenomenal... And again, you know, the evolution of him over the last however long um, uh, has been fantastic. But um, I couldn't step away. In the rules we have, I couldn't step away from uh, the, the, the angles. Uh, I, I, I was tempted to put all 27 members of the network in one. Um, but for my last pick, I went for Cyrus. He's always on my TV. Um, yeah, I get it. He's, he's, you know, he's the top and tail of everything. You can't have one thing breathe without him there. It, it's just always. And again, this isn't about my favourite people. It's about the people who are ever-present. Uh, and he is so fucking constant. Overly so. Too like, much so. If you take him out, what real stories do you have in the show? Maybe yeah. one, maybe one, maybe that credible dreamer. Maybe. It's I mean, you very... could have, you could have far more. You, you know, they, uh, there's so many of these didn't need him. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But, but... He, he is, he is installed in all of them. So yeah, yeah no, hundred percent. Um, obviously we like to do predictions. I don't know if it's really going to work though, because can't really do predictions now can you because the next one's basically going to be off everything well so we'll have the last 25 shows won't we we'll do the last 25 shows and then we'll do a separate one yeah so that'll be 400 and then 401 after 401 will be you know we'll work out kind of what we want to do in regards to whether we go through years or eras or or what um so my prediction is basically straightforward and it's bouncing off your prediction from last time and I just put tag teams will be back. Yeah. 
I, I just think yeah. it's one of the tag team divisions. I, I think we've, you know, spoiler, some of the teams that we know are going to be emerging. Uh, I feel like at least one of them will get onto our list. Um, yeah, I think that's a good shout. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I can make as a prediction. I don't know what, what I can be clever in hindsight with. Um, Dawn Murray. Uh, let's go with that one then. I, I predict no managers are included in the pairings. Oh, I like it. Decent, decent, decent. Um, we'll be back next week as we continue our journey towards Heatwave as we are heading towards the end of our ECW journey. Only 26 episodes left, really, which is crazy for when we started this. So in the, the final push. Uh, we're going to see how it roll out. If you want to get involved, you can simply underscore Sports Arena on Twitter, Instagram. You will find us. Uh, we love talking ECW. Um, so just get involved and mention anything ECW to us. If you so desire, and we'd love to have a little chat about it all. That is all for me. And I think there's just one thing left to say. Well, two things, because I will ask again for people to share their Rushmore's. Where were we right? Where were we wrong? Who do you agree with? Who do you disagree with? Who did we sleep on? Who shouldn't we have included? All of those are great conversation topics. So uh, tell us what you think on any of that. Um, And whilst we wait for that, um, like Mr. RVD himself, that was the whole fucking show.